Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. My name, Tavin Dillard. Your name, you already knew that. Maybe you already knew my name, but this is a Tavin Dillard Podcast, and if it's your first time joining us, you have jumped in on the very last episode of Season 3. This is Episodes 15, and this is what we call the Q&A, the highly anticipated Q&A. Well, I don't know how highly you anticipated this episode, but it's a good news because I get to answer questions that y'all guys ask, and it's been a good uh, month of July here that just... Is wrapping up, and uh, we I've been on the road, y'all guys. You know, I did them shows in Oklahoma and Arkansas. I was actually in Mississippi last week, and I did a show, but it wasn't like one I had to promote. It was like more of a private event, so it's not one where I'm like, hey, everybody, come out to this show. So I've been doing shows, and uh, I did some fishing here recently, and you probably hear or see more about that uh, coming up soon on the, the video webs where you watch the Instagrams or the YouTubes or the TikToks or whatever you may have you kind of thing. So this is uh, the Q&A, and we got a lot going on. And you may be asking, well, if this is the last episode of Season 3, Tavin, uh, what's the word on the Season 4? And I think I mentioned this a couple of seasons or episodes ago that Excuse me, y'all guys. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper, and uh, it gets to me pretty quick, you know, with them burps. Uh, that ain't that ain't your problem. I know that, but I'm just telling you what's going on here. So anyhow, uh, I I said that, uh, you know, season four, season three, it was, you know, there was a little more suspense. Like, okay, there's a season two, season three, what's it going to be? Season four, there is a plan to do the season four. I'll give you more information on that uh, toward the end of this podcast. But we want to get into the Q's and A's. And here's the deal, y'all. So I usually, when folks text me, and my number is 501-322-6249. It's in the show notes if you need that. I usually text folks back as soon as I can. You know, just say, hey, I got your, I got your thing. People are like, is this really you? Yes, yeah, really me. You know, all that. You got to go through that with, uh, with folks, which I understand. But uh, I didn't respond to a lot of text messages lately. And that's because uh, with the Q&A, when they coming in, um, if I click on it and I don't write that question down somewhere or whatever, then it get lost, you know, gets buried in them text messages that come in. So I was like, I ain't going to click on that till I'm ready to organize all them answers. So I think I got everybody. I ain't trying to not get anybody. So I think the uh, email and text is where them questions basically came in at. And so I think now some of them, you know, some of y'all ask the same question. So I try to put all y'all names together. Like, Hey, Ricky Don and Donnie Wayne both wanted to know about whatever. You know, if you if, if a couple of two, three y'all ask the same question, I say, well, it kind of came from, you know, all these folks were wondering that kind of thing. Uh, and then some of the questions y'all ask, they ain't for me. They ain't for Tavern. They for, they for like, you know, if you're dealing with me and my trailer park and my town and my life, I got answers for you. If you asking about how to make a video or like stuff like that, that's for Joel Berry. He manages, you know, the Sweet Tea Films and then they help, you know, 
wing out some of my stuff. So anyhow, so there will be some questions toward the end that are for Joel, and I'll step out and let him answer them. And then uh, we get back, and then I'll wrap up the podcast. And I don't know how long it is. They've been running about half an hour, but uh, Q&A can be a little longer, depending on how many questions. And because the podcast has grown so much uh, this season, uh, it may be, uh, may be a little longer. I can't tell the future. I don't know uh, how long this one's going to be. But let's just jump right in here. First, we're going to start off with Glenn, because here's the deal. Glenn, you sent this question in for the Q&A at the end of Season 2. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to add that to it. And then after the, I, after the fact, I realized I forgot Glenn's question. And he was kind enough to send it in again. I was like, oh, yeah. Not only am I not going to forget Glenn's question, I'm going to make it the first one of the Q&A of the Season 3, Episode 15. But before I get to Glenn's question, I have to say thank you to Bee House Honey, who has not only sponsored Season 3 of the Tab and Diller Podcast, but they sponsored Season 2. The last two seasons have been brought to you by Bee House Honey. And they have Tavins Honey from Bees, and that link is in the show notes, so you can get you some of that. If you ain't got some of that, please do that. It's a, I appreciate Bee House, and boy, the honey is good. My face is right there. It's like we eating together if you buy a jar of that. So thanks, Bee House, for all your help the last two seasons. Now, Glenn's asking me here, what's the history of Chancellor Park? That's what he wants to know. Now, I don't know as far as like if it's named after anybody, uh, Glenn or nothing like that, but I know that it was it was an effort. The name itself was to sound you know like a place people want to stay. Oh, that's pretty regal. Or that's pretty fancy. Not to mention my meme, I'll drive a Buick Regal, which I think is appropriate. If you live in Chancellor Park and you drive a 91 Buick Regal, I mean, it don't get much fancier than that. So maybe it's just like a marketing thing, you know, when they built the park back in the day. Uh, we ain't got a sign at the front. Uh, I think maybe they did once upon a time, but there ain't no sign that tells you it's that. You folks just know at this point. And then uh, you said, uh, Glenn, you said watermelon seeds are seedless. You know, I'm starting to miss the seeded ones. Most of the places I buy them anymore, they they ain't got the seeds. And, I, I you know, it's hard to have a seed spitting contest if you ain't got no seeds. Uh, but truth be told, if the watermelon is sweet... There's two things I look for now in a watermelon. How sweet it is, and I like it, and I don't I ain't mad if you got seeds or not. And then the size, if it's going to make a good helmet. How thick the rind is and all that. Some of that stuff you don't know. You can kind of eyeball it and say, yeah, that's about the size of my head. Well, you want to go a little bigger than your head on them helmets because it got to slide on top of your head. You know how that goes. So that's the deal about the watermelon. Now, here's Crochet. They asked me this. BBS is in full swing. That's Vacation Bible School. With us this week. And I heard you mention Bible School in your podcast. And just wondered if you ever go to BBS when you were little. If so, did you ever get to hold the flag? Uh, I went to BBS uh, when I was little. And they got a couple flags there. They got the American flag. And then the Christian flag. And they, got, and they do the salute to, to them things. And then the Bible. Uh, and they had some good snacks. And one thing you might know about me. I think they got a little healthier over the years, but boy, it was sugar cookies and Kool-Aid when I was a youngin' at them BBSs. And you time it right, I mean, folks dropping off their kid to every church every week of the summer. Like, oh yeah, we got BBS again this week. I didn't know y'all church was doing it two weeks ago. Oh no, ours ain't now Assembly as God is, and so we going over there this week. All right, and then uh, Crow, she also says, uh, how does Tavin stay so slim eating all that bacon, Frittlers, drinking Dr. Pepper, and whatnot? Speaking of that, I'm going to take a sip right now. Don't mind me, y'all guys. Oh, that's good. All right, here's how I stay slim. 
I ride my bike everywhere, although I am working on getting a truck, so I don't know. I may be getting a gut quicker than you can say, hey, where'd you get that gut from uh, if I stop riding my bike everywhere? And I do the cannonballs. I play softball. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, you just balance it out a little bit. And bacon, boy, that, that's just like athletic machine food right there. Uh, I know Team Burger Shed is like Allen Iverson doesn't believe in practice. Is it just all the bike riding, lawn mowing, cannonballing? Or do I ha naturally have a high metabolism? Uh, it's a little of both, I guess. But you get in a certain age where metabolism out the door anyway, and you got you got to be steady, you know, doing some uphill bike riding too, kind of thing. Um, and then uh, Crow says, on a side note, I thought I was going to have to pull over on the way to work this morning when it got to the part about Mort almost ripping off his nipple on the dry slip and slide. I laughed so hard. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, that was, I think, last week's uh, podcast episode. Truth be told, where uh, we had a poo party, J.T. Whitlow had that idea to have a poo party, and we ain't even got a poo in the trailer park other than the kiddie poo, and that's basically for zipline dismounts. It ain't really for swimming around in. Anyhow, Shannon says, oh my, I've just so enjoyed listening to all your comedy. It's fantastic and clean, amazing. I have two questions. Okay, thanks for that comment, first of all. Here's the questions. It sounds like you are speaking English, but what is that dialect, or what is your primary native language? Yeah, it's the only language I know, y'all guys. It's English. Uh, it's just, you know, standard English that I, as far as I know, you know, I'm from Arkansas. I don't know if that changes it or not, but that's how I go. I speak that thing and I can write that thing. Uh, so I speak and write in, in what they call English. Um, I don't speak crow, uh, which is a bird, uh, that frequents the trailer park. But I do think sometimes like when Candy Dilroy caught that adult crow and came to my trailer door and I look at that crow and it look at me and it's like, bank, bank. And I'm like, bank, bank, bank. I'm pretty sure that crow was saying something like, please, sir, can you help me? But that's just kind of uh, like an educated guess. I didn't hear him really say that. Second question here from Shannon. Does Team Burger Shed have a mascot? If not, how might I apply for the job? Well, I don't. We do not have a mascot. So, And I don't know if we're looking for one. Uh, you know, because we, we want to keep it focused on the football well, and the burgers, I guess. I mean, if Burger Shed had a mascot, it'd probably be a bacon double cheeseburger, wouldn't you think? Uh, and I don't know where you get that kind of outfit at, but that's my thought on that. Nicola said, "My world is so rich, funny, and moving." Well, appreciate it. Ain't rich with the it ain't rich with the money. I can tell you right there, because uh, I'm saving for that '93 Ford Ranger. But man, stuff comes up. You know, you try to you try to put something in that pile, and then you got to move it over here. And uh, so it's moving in our lives. Oh, our lives here in the UK are richer because of it. So Nicholas from the UK, appreciate you saying that comment. Uh, she said Chancellor Park should be on the, lap, uh, um, the map along with Pawnee. And I think that's a reference to a, a TV show, the uh, uh, Parks and Rec, I believe. All right, been rooting for you and Team Burger Shed since you're chest naked. Please keep making the podcast. Okay, Nicola, I've been listening for a while because uh, uh, we had uniforms for a, a couple seasons now, but boy, it didn't start off that way. It didn't start off that way. Uh, Naomi... How do you feel about you reap what you sow kind of thing? Oh, I feel like that's pretty much true. You know, if you ain't if you ain't trying to get better at cannonballing, uh, somebody else is going to be down there at the city pool practicing at the lake, at the river. I mean, you know they're serious if they're doing night cannonballs. Like maybe they got the headlights on and they just cannonballing at night and they steady and and they gonna they gonna see some good results from that kind of steady focus, and I got to stay steady focused, so I think that's true. Kylie says, number one, do you think you got softball abilities or prowess, as it were, from your Mima? 
because I know in one of them Instagram posts you mentioned her having played before, and it seemed like she still got a good arm hitting Mabel Childress like that with her egg from the Mac Muffin. Yeah, and the McDonald's didn't replace that Mac Muffin. If you throw the egg because uh, you mad at somebody, not like you accidentally dropped it on the floor, that's on you. And they write about that. I probably did get a little arm strength from me, Molly. I mean, she got pretty good form. I mean, she's getting older up there. She ain't trying to move around uh, too fast anyhow. She ain't got to be near anywhere too quick. So, I mean, she ain't late for early bird to get the perm hair appointments. And I'm uh, there's a, many a day I'm driving that Buick Regal of hers down there with her in it. And that's that's the only reason I get to drive that thing is if I'm taking Mima somewhere in it. Uh, yeah, so, and do, do you only use white bread on them B.O. sandwiches, or do you mix it up a little with rye and wheat sometimes? Well, I can tell you, I can count on no fingers how many times I've mixed it up with a little rye or wheat. Kylie, it's white bread, it's toasted, it's mayo in a big spoon, it's bacon, and then you add more bacon, because you've got to have more bacon for them B.O. sandwiches. Does your hair get sticky from them watermelon helmets? It sure do. It sure do. And the thing about it is, this summertime, you know, it's a hot time of year. So it cool you off. Maybe that's a trade-off or a little sticky hair. But then you end up in the river anyway or the city poo, and you're good to go. It's basically like a shower. Like you could forget to shower or take a bath at the end of the day if you done had a watermelon helmet on and you've been swimming in the lake or the poo. Now, a lot of people, they, they want to get soaked up, really get cleaned up. Like they don't think the lake does that. I understand. I'm just saying that sometimes that may be what happened to me. And then, uh, let's see. Kylie says, loving to podcast your stories. I only wish I lived closer to see you in person. Have a great day. Bink, bink. Thanks, uh, Kylie, for that. And uh, I hope to do more live shows. They, they went really well. You know, folks showed up. We had a good time uh, at the four or five I've done now here in uh, July. And so uh, as that happens and as shows get lined up and folks uh, will message me and they'll say, hey, you coming to my state or my town? And I, my basically my answer is all the same right now. Hey, as stuff gets lined up, I'll be promoting it. Uh, but right now, that's that's just where we are. All right, Bernie's Fishing Adventures. So I guess this is a company. They reached out a couple times. Uh, first question was, why don't you ship to Australia? Uh, folks have been wanting to buy my hats and shirts in the UK, Canada, Australia, and they like, why ain't you shipping here? And I've been giving the, uh, these folks the same answer too. Sorry, that Dr. Pepper really worked its way up right now. I say, okay, y'all guys, I talked to Ryan. Ryan's my buddy. He's at Rock City Outfitters. They're the one that ship and print my merchandise, put it together for them hats and shirts, tank tops and hoodies and all that kind of thing. Uh, and I'll put that link in the show notes to all that stuff. But I said, hey, you know, we talk about it. He goes, well, I can, but it's expensive, you know, and we can work it out. And so people are emailing Ryan. Uh, Ryan at RockCityOutfitters.com, and uh, he's working out stuff with folks. So I believe he is shipping to Australia uh, at the at the time of this podcast recording. But right now, I think it's what you got to email him directly every time. Say, hey, this is what I want, and you know. I think it's like if you buying several things, then the shipping's worth it. But uh, if you just buying one shirt, you know, you may be paying the price of the shirt just to ship it to you. And then that's the thing. That's where it gets tricky. And uh, but he, I think he's willing to work with you if if you want to do that. Uh, tried to order early bird gets the perm shirt and a no pro hat, but hit a brick wall harder than something that hits uh, brick walls. Barney says, yeah. So I think I, he might have worked it out with you. He was telling me he was talking to somebody. And I think from Australia. So hopefully by the time you hear this podcast, you wearing your early bird gets the perm shirt. All right. 
Now switch it over from Australia to Mississippi. Lance from Mississippi. Give us more details on what Meemaw did as a career in her younger years. Was she one of the first residents at Chancellor Park? She was not. She actually wasn't. She was she was in a different area, a different town for a number of years. And then she moved over a little later. She uh, overhauled boat transmissions, which obviously, you know, a boat ain't necessarily got a transmission, but the motors that go on them did. Her and her friend Claudia did that for a number of years. And she's pretty active. You know, Mima uh, wasn't always the... The, the the gentle is so, you know, she's been known to start some trouble, get in some fights, uh, speak her mind, and I, and maybe you think, well, don't she still do that? Well, I'm telling you, she she softened a little bit. she gotten better over the years. So she, she like, work with her hands, can fix machine stuff if she want to anymore. She don't touch none of that, um, but that's, that's how she go. And then we got Bickford 1227, my five-year-old daughter, Cameron, Loves your watermelon helmet videos. Thanks, Cameron. She would love to try one on, but we have concerns about the watermelon juice on her hair. How do you keep your hair from getting all sticky and gross from watermelon helmet? Okay, so there's another one about sticky hair on a watermelon helmet. Uh, part of it is it just comes with the territory, you know, kind of thing. Like when you get a pet dog and you're like, wait, I got to clean up its poop or I got to feed that thing, you know, or we got to find a, a dog sitter when we going out of town. We were going to Myrtle Beach. I didn't want to bring that dog, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just like that. That come with it, you know, sticky hair. But there are things you can do. In the past, I have lined it uh, with tinfoil. You can put tinfoil once you get it all cleaned out inside and that keep it a little dry. It may, but the tinfoil could come out, you know, unless you got a way to keep it secured in there. But I've had uh, success with that. So maybe some sort of a liner you could consider doing. Um, or you cut, if you just want to wear your ball cap, you cut the watermelon helmet to fit over your, not just your head, but your ball cap. And then you got the little brim of your cap sticking out there too. That's another option for Cameron. So I hope that helps. Bobby G said, my wife made some rolls tonight for supper. And just before we get ready to eat, she says, well, I, I just realized we ain't got no butter. That's a tough day. Because, I mean, basically you're going to have to suspend supper for a little bit. You're going to have to go and get the butter and bring it back. And she's going to have to keep them rolls warm, you know, in the oven. Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, you put them in the microwave for a little bit. But, I mean, everything stops. I mean, if you're asking what goes next, Bobby, you know what goes next. Uh, supper stops till the butter get there. And butter go good on just about anything. And then Bobby also said there's a lot running through my mind about how you can be making rolls but don't got butter. Um, and then he's like, maybe she, you know, maybe she forgot. And he had all these scenarios, you know, about getting this. She's getting distracted. But uh, he's like, what sh What do you think it is, Tavin? I got ideas. Should I be worried? What's my plan of attack on this? I don't think you should be worried, Bobby G. Uh, here's the deal. I mean, if she putting together all that stuff and she making uh, hot butter dinner rolls, uh, then, then you know she putting together some pretty good meals. So you may be wanting to start running point on butter. I mean, if all you got to focus on is the butter and then she handling everything else, then y'all team up that way and supper It's going to save you a trip to the store right when you're pulling your chair up, you know, sliding close to the table and getting your knack and all tucked in your shirt collar and everything. And then you say, well, we can't start this meal. You know, we ain't got no butter. So I'm saying I see, you may need to team up on it. That's what I think. And maybe that's how you start breakfast. How's our butter looking? And, you know, how's our, uh, uh, you know, stash of butter looking? And that's something you start the day with, you know, by the end of the day. Uh, oh, I got, I, then I better run to the store if, if we know we're running low kind of thing. That's what I think off the top of my head. Jennifer Williams, would you be opposed to Mima and Coach Hicks going on a date? Uh, Jennifer, there's a very simple answer to this question. 
100% yes. That would grow. It grosses me out enough that she she giggling at the water aerobics class. I don't even want to think. And I, I coach Hicks. Uh, he 20, 25 years younger than me, Ma. And uh, he been married. Um, I don't know if he's dating anybody right now, but I, I would be 100% opposed. Now, at the end of the day, what am I going to do about it? Uh, I, I, I probably just uh, keep my distance. But that's, that's how I am. So Jacobs asked, my son Will, who is five years old, wanted me to ask you, what is the craziest uh, thing you ever seen in Chancellor Park? Oh, off the top of my head, it's probably a toddler covered in marshmallow cream riding a stick horse with graham cracker stuck to his back. Card table's on fire. JT Whitlow's trying to hose it off, but the hose is wrapped around a swing set frame. There ain't no swings on it no more, so no water's coming out the hose because it's creased around that frame, you know? Then my brother Brett, he decided to do a belly flop right on that table because this was the whole reason the card table was out. It's for wrestling. But they wasn't going to do it on account of the fire, which started because we was going to do a birthday party for Meemaw and light them candles on her porch. Well, Brett don't need to be in charge of lighting fires on her, and her cake is lit right but jt whitlow he told my brother brett that he take too long to light them candles well brett threw the cake at the card table and so we he got it doused in lighter fluid because he went ahead and just got so mad that the cake's down the card table's down doused in, in lighter fluid and off he went content Meemaw's mad that her birthday cake is gone and just to add fuel to the fire literally Meemaw stormed back into her trailer and she threw a phone book at Brett before she did that's her doorstop and she threw that at my brother and we was going to do s'mores that's why Candy Dilroy's little brother was covered in marshmallow cream because they contributed to the party bringing that but that little fella got in there and spread it everywhere don't need to be he almost looked like a snowman we had regular marshmallows too well police got called fire department got called a stray dog went after candy's brother who probably tasted like a s'more jt turned that hose on a stray dog after he finally got it untangled and that's probably the craziest thing i've seen hope that helps will Karen says, where are your parents? Well, Karen, they truck drivers. They mostly on the road. I see them every now and again, but they ain't even part of my town, really. What's Cricket's last name? It's Hubbard. Now, when I first met her, I was under the impression it was Hubba Bubba, like that was my favorite gum, and it was hyphenated because she got a step-parent or something, but it's really Hubbard. Hubbard. Uh... But that is my favorite chewing gum, too, which is really bubble gum. You chew it or blow bubbles. What made you want to mow lawns? Well, I knew it's something I could do, and then I realized it's something I could be the boss. You know, I could be in charge of my own business. Now, if I grow it, I'm going to need to get employees, but that ain't where I'm at. You know, like, I'm good. I can handle it. I like staying busy, and I, I, I can handle all that. And I like being outside, and I like being in a new location just about every day. So all that work out. Wesley and Tasha, might have missed it, but how did you and Cricket meet? Well, we, we growed up together as little kids, and then she moved out of town, and then we reconnected when she started delivering produce to the burger shed here in the last year and a half or so. Uh, Wesley, and how'd you ask her out for the first time? Well, there's... There's uh, podcast episodes about all this, that whole, you know, over this last year, how to, I mean, the first couple of dates were like, is, is it really a date or we just end up at the same place or, you know, it didn't really, I mean, it took a little bit for that plane to take off. Uh, and, and folks even on the interweb was getting kind of mad. They're like, come on, tap, just ask her, just say the words, you know, don't him and haw and beat around the bush here. Just ask her out kind of thing. And eventually I did. Sigrid. Why not add a few more players to the roster so you don't have to play short when someone doesn't show up or eats before the game? Oh, you know Myron Curtis get a hold of any jalapenos or anything hot. His guts get torn up, and, and he'll light up that park bathroom, and he ain't the only one. I mean, it really gets to a lot of folks, uh, so that ain't a bad idea. That ain't a bad idea, Sigurd. We, we, we in the throes of a softball season right now, 
and uh, and I'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast today because uh, that's going to be a little bit about season four because we uh, we we ending a podcast season today, but we ain't ended the softball. We dead in the middle of it pretty much. The way I see. So anyway, that's that's how that go. Denise and Vanessa both asked me this question. How did you and Cricket meet? I think I just kind of answered that. Like, we grew up together. It's kind of like we re-met here recently. Uh, and it was at the burger shed when she was delivering produce. But And that's mm, that's been over a year ago at this point. Denise, uh, do you cook at all? If you do, what are some quick and easy meals you recommend? Uh, I do cook. I cook the B.O. sandwich. It's bacon only. And it's uh, toasted white bread, uh, mayo, and bacon with more bacon. And you know what happened this last week? Somebody asked for a magnet or suggested I do a magnet like that you put on your refrigerator. Because right now the B.O. sandwich recipe is on a shirt. So you never lose it if you're wearing a shirt. But uh, somebody suggested a magnet. And you know what? I, I did it. And uh, that that'll probably be available in the next few weeks. I don't know. Uh, I'll be I'll be promoting it though. So if anybody needs a bo magnet for the fridge, that way they know that recipe. Uh, that'll be available. Uh, did anyone teach you how to cannonball? Or did you pick it up natural, like just all natural, Denise? I seen the water. The water seen me. I jumped, and it just it just happened. It's just a wonderful, a wonderful uh, relationship that I have with the city poo, with the diving board, with the lake, with the dock. With the water, all of that. What position do you play on Team Burger Shed? Denise, this is another question from Denise. Uh, I'm a right field. I also am a pitcher sometimes. They've thrown me a catcher before. In a pinch, I've had to do first base, but we got so many first basemen. Uh, I'm I'm down on that list, which I'm fine with because uh, they can they can hit some pretty pretty hard line drives, and, and I ain't that handy with the glove. Like Rusty Tidwell, well, he's at the hot corner at the third base, and that guy can catch a bullet. But I'm out there where by the time it gets to me, it's slowed down a little bit in the outfield. And I'm a lefty, so, you know, I ain't playing third or short or second base anyhow. What's the secret of being a good baseball player? Secret of being a good baseball player? Well, Denise, it's like anything in life. You got to have a little bit of patience because there's a lot of standing around. You can't get distracted by a firefly or a dragonfly or a swarm of yellow jackets, although... But that's worth getting distracted over because a dragonfly ain't going to like sting you up. Neither is firefly. But them yellow jackets will tear you up in the outfit. So you got to stay focused. You got to be patient. There may be an inning or two where they don't hit the ball to you. But you got to stay steady in the game because the moment you lose focus, hey, you're going you're gonna to affect the whole team. So, you know, and sometimes it helps to have something to look forward to. And if you knowing that you're getting a free snow cone if you win, maybe you staying locked in a little more. Or if you know and you're going to the burger shed for bacon double cheeseburger after. Yeah, you didn't need, you ate maybe a little light snack before the game, uh, even though it started at 7 o'clock at night, because you know uh, you're going to get something better after the game, you know. So that's that's probably helpful too. Travis, when are you going to introduce Cricket to Meemaw they already met? Yeah, they know each other. I mean, Meemaw ain't, Meemaw ain't the friendliest gal where she's like, oh, bring Cricket over, let's talk, let's have supper kind of thing. You know, if they end up at the same place, especially if it's a place Meemaw got a coupon to, she'll probably go there, uh, like Bickham's All-You-Can-Eat Catfish Buffet. But they know each other, and they're they friendly. I mean, they ain't mad at each other, ain't got problems with each other. Cricket's pretty easy to get along with anybody anyhow. Mark. Would you have Cricket move in with you so you can see her more? Well, she live in the next county over, and this is more of like a question of getting a cartilage before the horse kind of thing. Like, there's some things I want to do in a certain order. The first thing is, I got my eye on a 93 Ford Ranger, and I'm saving money for that. I, I really want a truck or a vehicle uh, before 
I'm like proposing to cricket. Then I want to get a ring uh, for like a wedding ring or proposal ring. Now, now y'all guys don't tell cricket this because this is stuff that may be years down the road. I, it depends on, you know, the truck and these other things. But then I would ask her to marry me. Then we'd get married. Then she could move in or because uh, she work at the nursing home part time in my town and she she do the uh, produce delivery. So she make a little money. Now, I ain't thought about this before, but once we married, we could even look into a double wide. It wouldn't even have to be my trailer. Like, we could really step it up. So that's where we at. Like, really right now, Mark, it's like steady working, steady getting that money together for that truck, and then trying to, you know, move on to the next thing and see how that develop. Dell, natural bait, artificial lures, leeches, minners, worms, uh, lures, spinners, crankbaits, cane pole, open face, spin caster type of guy. Hey, whatever pole my buddy Cliff Pace or any friend I'm fishing with has to offer me, that's what I'm using. I ain't got my own fishing pole right now. I think what I just was, uh, I, I think I was on a spin caster rod here recently when we went, and I was on a crankbait. I didn't do, I, and then I did what I did a worm uh, one day where you just drop it, and I did pretty good on that. Um, did you catch a fish, Tavin? Hey. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but it felt right, and I do have some uh, updates probably in the next week or two uh, on some fishing. I got some more actual fishing videos I need to share with folks, so that's coming up. So I don't, I ain't against all them things. Uh, the thing I like about uh, artificial lures is uh, they ain't gonna move on you like you know worms or minnows or stuff that can get out of your hands and slip away or whatever or bleed on you. Um, so that, I kind of like that. Now, them crankbaits have like six hooks on them or something sometimes. So then that's my next thing. It's like, boy, I better watch these. You know, I don't want to get hung up. Uh, trim level, partial. Am I partial to any trim level on the Ford Ranger, Dale asked? Uh, well, I am not. I am partial to four tires and an engine that works and a steering wheel. And if, the, if there ain't no air, that, that the windows can roll down. That's it at this point. That's where I'm at. Tabitha, how about doing meet and greets with new towns? We want to meet We want to meet you in Greenfield, Indiana. Boy, it'd be good to get up to Greenfield, Indiana. I, like I said earlier, Tabitha, I, I want to get places. It's a matter of, uh, you know, part of it is just the details. Like, who's going to get me there? Do they have a venue? You know, it's like all them, like, nitty-gritty business details. But me wanting to get places... Uh, I ain't mad at that. I'd love to get up there and do some more meet and greets, and, I, and we'll see. I hope I hope that can do more at, since July was a good month for it, and hopefully it'll keep growing. Kevin, will you come to Tennessee and let me take you turkey hunting? I'd love it. Kevin, that'd be a hoot. I'd get a, you know I can turkey salmon gobble. And, and I think, uh, you know, they, they got similar, you know, because turkey salmon, body of a salmon, head of a turkey. So, thing is, it, they sound like a regular turkey in a lot of ways. Now, their movement's different because they're in the water and they're coming out, you know, and they're shimmying kind of thing. So, but yeah, we could work that out. I'd love it. Logan said, what kind of lawnmower you currently use? Push mower, ride-on, what brand? What would you uh, be your preferred lawnmower if price wasn't a factor? Well, I got a couple push mowers, like just a little... Them uh, Ryobi, they battery ones. The thing about that battery one, it went, it didn't work on me for a year. Like, I'd go and say, I don't know, that battery's charged. I put it in, it ain't working. 
forget about it. Craftsman, they do a good job with the little M100 uh, push mower. That's good. A uh, riding mower, a Troy built one with 30 inch deck. That's good for most towns. You know, in town, you can get most lawns done. Uh, and then there's the Toro Zero Turn. Uh, that ain't a bad call neither. Uh, Brittany, have you or anyone at Chancellor Park ever witnessed a UFO? Uh, not that I know of, Brittany. Now, there's um, there have been a couple Bigfoot spottings, and not in Chancellor Park. It's more outside of town. Uh, the property near the lake, you know, where Rance Farnhart runs that bait and tackle. And then um, Chet Dilroy's property, which backs up to Rusty Tidwell. So out there, they've seen some stuff over the years kind of thing. Uh, there's been some stuff, but most of the stuff ends up being fireworks because that's like a year-round event in my town. You know, folks have just about uh, used most of their leftovers from New Year's for 4th of July, but then all them ones they bought on the 4th of July, they're still trying to get through. And that should take them in to this New Year's Eve and then repeat. So that's how that go. Mike, have you ever learned the cliff whip yet? Or are your cast still borderline terrible? I tell you, Mike, uh, they write, they still hovering right around borderline terrible. Like, I get backlash. I burden that thing up. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Uh, I can tell you that uh, Cliff has tried, and he has gotten a little frustrated. Like, come on, man. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you just wait, because once I get this, uh, you're going to be rebarrassed. You know, the teacher ta taught the student kind of thing. Now the student about to take you to town is the way I see it. So I'm working on it. I think baby steps, I mean, a big picture, yeah, I'm making progress over here. All right, Sam, is there anything Mima makes for summer cookouts that she's famous for, for better or worse? She do a pretty good tater salad. She's one of them guys that likes the mustard and the tater salad, and uh, that's kind of how I grew up eating it, and that's a good meal. Uh, for most stuff, though, especially anymore, uh, if she if she brings something, uh, she didn't make it. She'll take that a bucket of chicken from KFC, put it in her own bowl, and just set it on the table like that away. Uh, John, so have you caught a fish yet? Have you kissed your girlfriend yet? Boy, John got some real questions, real hard-hitting questions. I ain't caught a fish yet, but uh, I do have some news about that. Uh, I do, because I have, I, I've got some new videos coming out, actually, which will give you a little more clarity on, on what I'm, what I mean by that. Uh, I don't kiss and tell, neither, John. So, I mean, you're just going to have to see me maybe holding her hand in town and, and, and guess the rest. Alex. Uh, I work, uh, works in, Alex works in medicine and he ain't sure that a baby angel's leg is soft. What about the bones and the cartilage? Well, here's the deal. I don't know neither. And I don't know how many uh, baby angels, uh, come through the ER room because I figure if you're an angel, you, you ain't getting an accidents really like you, you pretty good. You got wings or whatever. I don't know how to work, but the baby angel's leg is, uh, just something Myron said and the way he made it, it the picture he painted in my head, I was like, boy, yeah, it's like, it's like a, it's squishy and it's soft and it's a wonderful thing. So I don't know nothing about no bones or cartilage, uh, but it's the, but them hot butter dinner rolls are soft. I know that. Leah, how old are you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I had another birthday this year. My birthday's springtimes. And Cricket, we about in the same grade. We grew up together. She might be a uh, uh, grade lower than me, but that's how old we are. Have you considered a loan or setting up GoFundMe to buy a truck? Well, I'm saving, Leah. I really don't want to ask people for help on my truck. Uh, and, and I'm mowing them lawns, and it's been pretty good. So that's been helpful. 
Uh, I ain't there yet, at least, but I am working on a truck. Christina, our family, our favorite family game night is is Yahtzee. What is your fa favorite game to play on a game night? I like to play this game called Steal the Bacon, but it's with real bacon, and you put it in the middle of the table, and then you blindfold people, and as soon as you smell it, you got to reach for it, and then hopefully at the end, you got a whole plate of bacon. Mmm. I had to take another drink of Dr. Pepper. Okay. I got to I gotta get Joel because uh, these are some questions here for him that ain't for me that I can't answer. And I'm going to be back because I want to tell you a little bit about season, uh, what the plan is for season four and um, something else. Oh, the softball season I was going to tell you a little bit more about. So hold on. Let me, let me. Hey, Joel, they want you in here. Hey, everybody. Joel Berry here. Um, so I've got some questions here for me. And then I'm going to get Tavin back in here to finish up. Hopefully he doesn't go too far away. Bernie's Fishing Adventure. How did you come up with the, t with who Tavin Dillard, with the, I think, I think the question is, how did you come up with the Tavin Dillard concept, the friends? Are they just made up names or a play on people you actually know? Um, Tavin Dillard is probably based on a lot of people, a lot of uh, myself or people I know kind of a combination of people. It's the same with everything else. I think that's why it's so relatable because so many people know someone like all of these people in the town. Uh, I don't try to use anybody's name that I actually know or I, you know, maybe the last name and then I take someone else's first name or whatever, mix and match. Um, but I want them to be real but not over the top. They, it needs to be all grounded in reality and that's all, that was my concern with Tavern from the beginning. I don't want this to be over the top, campy, and I certainly don't want to sound like I'm trying to mock uh, Southern culture because that's there's nothing, there's no plan of that in what I do. And the only way you do that is you root it in real things that are really happening. And so that's hopefully that answers your question. Denise says, when you started making stories, did you create most of the characters first or did the characters come into the stories you started telling them? The characters came as I started telling them. Yeah, I start building it out um, from just Tavin. And if you go back to the earliest Tavern videos in 2006 on YouTube, some of those characters disappeared or they got combined into someone else. Um, some of them. Uh, but yes, and so you just develop. And then as the audience grew and people are paying a lot of attention to who's who, I realized I, I've got to know this. I've got, I can't like uh, switch names and so-and-so does this. Oh, no, no, now so-and-so does this thing. So that, and then when creating characters, do you assign them a personality type? Myers Briggs, Enneagram? No, not at all. I just make them up. Uh, did you take drama classes? Not really. I I did take one acting class in college, but that wasn't even my major. It was just uh, to try it, and then um, and then actually I started taking commercial classes in Hollywood, North Hollywood. Um, so I did. I, that's true. Not with not with when you said classes, I thought college, but just outside of college, just taking uh, commercial acting classes in Los Angeles and improv classes. I have done that. All right, Charlie, is the Burger Shed a real place? Because those burgers look amazing. Uh, the Burger Shed is based on kind of multiple places, maybe a place that you know and that you like, and the burgers are from obviously a real place nearby that I go and buy them, not too far from where I live. Uh, and I don't think they have any idea that their burgers have probably gotten millions of views online. And I maybe I should loop them into that now that I think about it. Actually, I have thought about that before, just going and showing them 
a video, but I just don't know if they'll care. Uh, Joe, are all of your characters based on real people? Is the Burger Shed a real place? Okay, so I think I just answered Joe's question too. Uh, and then Karen, how did you come up with all the names of the people in your stories? Just, you know, just living. Just living and being around people that um, sound like that, talk like that. You have those names, that kind of thing. It's just a lot of observing. I think a lot of writing is observing what's going on around you. And then, um, then being able to build the world kind of the way you want to build it. Okay, that's, that's it for me, which is good because you're not here for me. And I got to go do stuff. And Tavin is ready to wrap up the last season. Well, wait a minute. The last episode of the third season. It's not the last season. Okay. All right, Joel. See you, buddy. Off he go. All right, hopefully that's helpful with everything that just happened there with whatever he's talking about. But, okay, this is the last episode of the season three. So we in episode 15. Um, is there going to be a season four? What is it about? What's going on? What's happening? You in the middle of a softball season. You can't stop giving us updates on the middle of a softball season. How it going to end? Them kind of things. Well, here's the deal, y'all guys. There's going to be a season four of the Tab and Dillard podcast, okay? So let's just get that out of the way. Uh, it's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's the plan. The plan is going to... Now, now you're probably saying, well, when's it going to start? You know, when's it going to start? They, they, they've been coming out every Tuesdays, and today is Tuesday. If you're listening to it today, it came out, and I know not everybody do that. Uh, but then what do we got beyond that? Like, is it going to be still Tuesdays? Is it going to be once a month? Is it going to be twice a year? Uh, no, here y'all guys, just everybody, just just have a seat. Just listen here. Season four of the Tabadiller podcast will begin one week from today. That's right. One week from today. So it's it, we ain't missing a beat. We just starting a new season, and part of the next season, obviously, is going to be continuing this softball season. Now, next week, I'm going to have to give y'all a two-game update because this week I ain't t- talking about it here on the podcast because we're doing the Q&A. Uh, that's how that go. But the Tavin Dillard podcast is set to be back next week, and uh, you're going to have all them softball. You're going to be having all them softball updates you can handle and a lot more because we got a lot coming up this spring. We, and not no, this spring, this summer and this fall. In fact, we ain't even had the county fair yet. You know about that? We ain't even had the county fair yet. So there's a lot to look forward to. I do want to thank Bee House Honey for Tavins Honey from Bees. You can check in the show notes today. Let's go through this. You're going to see the first link. That's Tavins Honey from Bees. Get you some. And then after that, you're going to have to do, uh, you can check out uh, all my shirts. You know, somebody was asking, uh, hey, do you ship to Australia? I want the early bird perm shirt. It's the perm. All them shirts are there. Cannonball City Champ. Uh, the no pro shirt, no pro hats. So you can check that link if you want to just see what we going on, got going on there. And then you'll see my my phone number, 501-322-6249. You can text me. And that's how a lot of y'all send in these questions for the Q&A. Appreciate that. Um, and then you'll see my email, tabandillard at gmail.com. Because folks been asking me, you know, about live shows. Uh, that's where you email and we start working out details if you got a venue or whatever. But I hope... Uh, this was helpful. I got to say right now, off the top of, uh, well, I, it's not the top of the podcast. At the end of the podcast, thank y'all for sending in questions because y'all made this episode happen. That's how it go. I had something to answer, just like Attaway. So that was good. I appreciate y'all. Please uh, 
rate this podcast wherever you... I know some folks are saying, hey, I can't rate it on mine. Well, if, that, if you own a platform that don't have ratings or comments, I get it. So, But if you are, if you could do that, that would be a big help. You could share the podcast with your friends, your families, your mild acquaintances, slight enemies, however you want to do that. And then also, uh, on top of all that, you can um, leave me a comment. I mean, you can leave that on uh, a text me or send me an email because I'll use those comments too. Uh, to help promote the podcast so more people know, hey, not just having thinks it's a good idea, but other people that listen to it actually think it's a good idea. That's been a hoot of a help, and I've been having a hoot of a time with y'all guys. Thanks for joining me. And hey, if you ain't been covered in marshmallow cream with graham cracker stuck to your back and a card table on fire nearby, you having a pretty good week. We'll see you later. <laughs>